0: Yoo-hoo! I decided I'm gonna start recording all of my podcasts with that beginning because I truly do make that noise all the time. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. I know that on the movie Frozen, there's one guy that goes Yoo-hoo! Big summer blowout. I definitely did it many moons before that, so I'm not saying I started it, but I'm just saying you'll hear that sound out of me a lot of times if you interact with me or if I see you and we're in passing or whatever. Or if I'm trying to get your attention in a very large, loud, crowded place, I usually do the you-hoo. <laughs> Speaking of that, um I there's also a Christmas song right now. Because it's it's now past Thanksgiving, so it's okay to talk about Christmas, I hear. But there's a song that goes, just hear those sleigh bells ring a ling, ring ting ling too. And it says, Your friend going you hoo. That's totally me. So I hope every time you hear that song, you think, oh, Melanie says you hoo all the time. hoo." All right. Listen, the reason why I'm recording this is to tell you my relationship about Sleepy Ridge. I know I promised that last time. So, before I tell you Sleepy Ridge wedding venue and how I'm just my relation to that place, I want to start when when I was a child. I want to talk about my sister Roxanne, my sweet sweet sister. She's the one closest in age to me. I'm the youngest of four. She's 3 years older than me. So, in the schools in Arizona, they're every four years. So her and I would always share one year at least, not at least, but we would just share one year at school together. So we were we were close in that way. So when I was a child, <laughs> and let's be honest, I, I'm going to be very vulnerable with you right now. I don't tell many people this because it is embarrassing. However, it's me and it's past. <laughs> so just be aware of that. When I was a child, I'm talking like grade school, elementary school, elementary, like before third grade, you know, really before second grade. I don't really remember. I had a problem with peeing my pants. I'm just going to go out and say it. And I remember I would like ask the teacher if I can go. Sometimes they would deny me and I would just go in my seat. And it was always just, I just peed my pants. I just, enough to where I was good friends with the nurse because I would have to go to the nurse's office. I get clean panties and then be on my merry way. And like my family, we still laugh about it now because I was just so close with the nurse and buddies with her because I would always get clean panties. <laughs> anyway, um, that's embarrassing, but I love it because it's me. Uh, I My, my sister Roxanne, they came to a point where I was in the turning point of from one grade to the next, probably like first grade to second grade or something along those lines. And she said, hey, if you pee your pants in, in the third grade, you're going to get made fun of. And I was like, oh no, I can't do that. So I honestly I don't remember ever peeing my pants after that at school. I think she scared me into a change, which was great. Fast forward into like middle school time when I was in like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, because that's how our middle schools worked. It was all one school. Um, I definitely <laughs> I definitely I remember there was one year that in all the pictures and in all my wardrobe, I wore cargo shorts one day, basketball shorts the next. Cargo shorts one day, basketball shorts the next. And I would always wear like Converse or high tops and then maybe a hoodie or a t-shirt. Always. Guaranteed. That is what you saw me in. And that's just that's just how I dressed. And I I knew it was a little more like like punkish or tomboyish or whatever. And like I didn't really care. I don't know if I even noticed. I did notice. I think it... At one time during that whole school year, and that is a lot of time to pass by. But one time I was like, maybe I should um not wear the same things every other day. <laughs> anyway, my sister, I think when I was going into high school, she's like, hey, you should probably up your wardrobe. People might think you're, you're a little weird to just dress in the same two outfits. And I was like, oh, you're probably right. So she kind of like guided me into that shift in my life. And then going from, and this is, this is, <laughs> I love my sister. She has really guided me with, I don't think she even knows these things, but I have, I listened to these three things that she told me. The third thing is, um, when I was done with high school, going into college, she gave me some, you know, words of wisdom before I moved out to be on my own, to go to college, pursue a career. And, um, and really at that point, I just wanted to be a math teacher and events was on the side. You know, well, that's a whole other thing. I love math. I think it's a system and pe- a lot of people hate it. So I wanted to teach it in a way that was fun. I also help students and then have them not hate it or hate it less. Anyway, um, so I was going to school and my sister was like, you know, you should really look for jobs that are going to build your resume because that's what's going to give you experience in the end because a lot of people need experience. And I was like, wise. Thank you. And then since then, I had a job. I think my first job after that, it was a small town. I went to a junior college in eastern Arizona. <laughs> Best two years of my life, I'll tell you that. Shenanigans all the time. We we burned a lot of things down by the river. <laughs> um, so I got had like a work-study job. It was just something to do in that tiny town. But then after that, I remember I went home before I served a mission. And for a few months, I worked with my aunt once a week. And I worked at this place that was like a like a vintage home decor shop. And I did things like um, screw some backboards on this desk and paint it with chalk paint using cheesecloth. And then I got to walk around and see all these local made crafts and I got to see like how things can be displayed. So like my eyes started picking up and observing, oh, this is a great way to display something. Okay. It's a different season. This is how it can be changed. And oh, look at all these layers. And I just, I picked a lot of that up. My aunt, she is Pinterest on legs. Let me tell you, that's another story. There's so many stories to go through. So stay along with us. And then after that, I worked, I came home from a mission and my I had an internship that I found. So my next job was that internship. I worked at a venue in downtown Phoenix. And I really just did like I, I I shadowed on tours that they would show of the place. It was Warehouse 215, by the way, if anyone's in Phoenix. Very awesome venue. It's very big. It's like a big warehouse, obviously, but it's very like rustic and you can really dress it up to be so fancy. Anyway, I would I, I'd worked on their Pinterest. I would email people who came for a tour like a follow-up email and we always did it systematically and it was just so fun. I learned a lot of how to have a good relationship with your vendors you work with because we would go out to lunch and take people out to lunch who worked with us like the bartender. um, Just all these vendors which was really cool to do and to be a part of and to kind of like you know rub shoulders with some of these guys. And then I moved to Utah I got some other job in the meantime but working for a home warranty company which was really just nice cash. I mean I learned a lot about how to look at a pilot light if if it's out and how to check your HVAC system and where to look for your um electricity panel and stuff like that cuz I'd always walk people through that on the phone. So, I guess good things to learn in a customer service job. Um I I, looking back on it, I'm so happy that I did a customer service job because it has taught me so much. It's given me a lot of actual, actually like patience and, and kindness to people who call me who are doing a kind of customer service job. So I'm I'm more, um, what's that word? I don't know. I'm just nicer to them. And then I worked for a catering company here in Utah, Maggleby's. Amazing. That is an amazing company to have had that opportunity with. I was there for about almost a year, really, really about a year because I quit shortly after I got married. Um, And so in that job, you know, I, I want to work the system a little bit. So in that job, I would or we would like I was a captain over events. So I would manage my team. I would pack the cars. I have to think a few steps ahead so I can keep everyone in line great things to learn. I had great relationships with the people who were in the office, who like, even like the owner of the company, I still see him from now and then. And we have a great relationship. Um, other things I did, though, on that job was I knew I wasn't going to stay in catering forever. But it was it was so good to do that. I took note of the venues we went to, I talked to and had a good relationship and like gave a good um, kind of like an elevator pitch for myself whenever i could to the people who we would be in contact with who worked at a venue or who were another vendor or anything else i just i took a lot of like mental notes of places to have events people that are good how things work how things look so that i could then recommend that when i was planning events so at sleepy ridge wedding venue here in not here I'm, i don't live in vineyard but it's it's in vineyard utah um so they have preferred vendors, and McElbees is one of them. So I was always, it seemed, at Sleepy Ridge. I got to know some of the hostesses working there really well because I'm a friendly person, I believe, and I, I just like to befriend a lot of people around me and people I see a lot. So I had a good relationship with them. I had a good relationship with the with the director. Her name is Judy. And so I would like get them food whenever they were there and I was there. I would say hi, remember their names. And then I asked like, hey, I I kind of want to do what you guys do here. How do I do that? And one of the hostesses was like, oh, talk to Judy. So <laughs> it, I, I, I had a journal at the time and I still go back on it sometimes. And I was just so excited that Judy was like, hey, we'd love to have you come in for an interview to be a hostess. And I was like, "All oh, right, Okay. So I went in there and I personally feel like, I, I was very qualified. It was so good. I was excited. I told him exactly like they asked me some questions like, can you do this? And I'm sure I could have figured it out. Cause it was a lot of like social media stuff, but I was very honest. I was like, that's not really what I do. It's also not my passion. So I don't know if I would be as good at as it because it's not something that drives me, but this drives me. So I remember that went really well. And then that day or the following, I got a call saying I got the job. Woo! I was so excited. Um, like, I'm so excited. It's like, I'm not, I'm not remembering to breathe right now, just thinking about it. <laughs> so I've been working at Sleepy Ridge for now two plus years, like two years and a few months. And I, shortly after I became a hostess, within like five months, really, I was upgraded to become an assistant director. And Judy has two of them. And so, once again, being in a job like this, I have learned so much because I have been so observant. I have taken notes. I have gotten cards from people. I have created relationships. I know who is good, who I wouldn't recommend. Um, And that, a lot of that, I attribute to Sleepy Ridge and to Judy. Judy is someone who thinks about things five steps in advance, she has a system in place that she alone has created over the last eight and a half years of being at Sleepy Ridge, being the director. And it is such a foolproof system that I almost, not almost, but I know that I'm going to take that same system and apply it to any business that I do because it's so like the way the folders are, the the order they're in, like it's just a good system and it's reliable and it's, it's organically double-checked, sometimes triple-checked, And it's, it's just a great system. So I I really look up to her and I still am learning a few things from her here and there. Cause I mean, after you do weddings, 90% weddings and some events for two and a half years, you get a good feel of like, okay, here's the good flow. At least at this venue, like we know the flow, we know good vendors, we know who to recommend, we know how it works, um, what we can say yes to, what we can say no to. But let me just tell you, like Judy, she has become a dear friend. We are both very close. We're very real with each other. And I I don't even know if that's something to recommend in all workplaces, but at some at some point when you're spending hours and hours a day per week, per month, per year with someone because it's just me and her at a time and her other assistant is there on opposite days I'm there. So it really is just me and Judy. I'm with her more at once and awake than I am with my husband on some days because um, obviously, like I sleep in the same bed with my husband, but we're not like interacting and and hanging out. So, it it's we just have such a good relationship that if something is is just bothering me or if I'm stressed, like she senses it, because I guess it shows on my face, and we talk about it, and then we just become stronger together, and we are a good team. I really feel like we have a good team, and so with Sleepy Ridge, I have you know, so much of my heart is there. So I'm there half the week and the other half of the week. It's like opposite days. Every other day I'm at home, I am, I'm grinding, I'm working on the Party Planner Academy with Chelsea Curtis, which is phenomenal. And actually that heads up, that's what I'm talking about in this next, I'm going to mention it in the next podcast here. Um, So hang tights that's going to be a, a ride and it'll be so fun. Um, But Sleepy Ridge is is a phenomenal place. It offers a lot. There's a lot of really great people who have been there for years and are very just a family. who are really there for each other, and we want to just go above and beyond. So I will always probably recommend people to go to Sleepy Ridge, and truthfully, as long as Judy is there, I will recommend it. Whoever's after her, whenever that is, I'm sure it'll be great, but I just I just know the way that she thinks and how it works there, that I have learned so much. I have learned how to Professionally speak to people who may be upset or who may be happy and may like want to be your friend, but how to stay professional, which I think is such. I I never I never thought about it that I didn't know how how to do that very well. I'm very friendly, but I think it doesn't always come off as professional. So, I've I've been working on that, and I think I've been getting better. I have also been working on not just saying sorry, but saying, "Wow, I see what I've done. I'll work on that." because I don't feel like sorry always means sorry. <laughs> I, I don't ever want to use that as an excuse. So anyway, I, I am just so excited to be doing these podcasts. Like I said, I'm going to mention a little bit about the Party Punter Academy with Chelsea Curtis um, in the next episode, but stay tuned because it's about to get a little more real.